This is exclusive coverage of CPAC for Central Virginia. Brought to you by the Virginia Institute for Public Policy and our Virginia Education Opportunity Alliance Coalition. Find out more at VEOA.org. It's Joe Thomas in the morning on Seville 1075 and 1260 WCHV. Joe Thomas in the morning here at the Gaylord National Harbor. It is CPAC 2024. I lose track sometimes. And joining us here on Radio Row is one of my all-time favorite people. Uh, luckily, I haven't needed lawyers in all, a whole lot, but if I did, I would be calling Horace Cooper, Project 21, uh, the great uh, community leadership group. I mean, it's, it's such an activist group, Horace, that... I have to think that as we look at poll numbers and we read stories about how the black community is finally, after what, 10 years, walking away from a Democratic Party that Lyndon Johnson said would have them locked up for 200 years. I mean, 60 is a long time, but it's certainly not 200. How are you doing, sir? Well, I'm doing great, and I think this is a, a really good topic. Black Americans are telling anyone who will listen that they're very unhappy with the woke or progressive policies that are embodied by the Biden administration. It's not just Joe Biden. It's that entire radical agenda Mm -hmm. that's being pushed. Remember, in the wake of the George Floyd shooting, excuse me, killing. Yeah. There were protests all across the country Mm -hmm. that were taking place. And then this defund the police movement started. Gallup, Pew, and several others of the pollsters started asking the American people, hey, should we cut funding for the police? Guess what? I started looking at these results. Black voters were saying they wanted more funding at a higher level than the rest of America. Really? More than whites, yes, because many blacks live in the communities where law enforcement is needed. Well, and we had made this point abstract, and I think it's been writ large now. We were seeing it manifest in these communities. If you're working at a job, maybe you're doing even a little bit better than paycheck to paycheck, and somebody steals your car, you're you're done right and and right. these this is what people forgot is that the neighborhoods that needed law enforcement the most were the poorest communities that's correct that's exactly correct so you what you are seeing is people who feel like if i just keep pushing this great american system of the free market i could prosper what i don't need is some joker coming along taking the tv grabbing my wife's purse or engaging in some other kind of criminal mayhem or stealing all my inventory from the store i work 24 hours a day absolutely these problems lead black americans to say whoa 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 we're not for getting rid of the police look at baltimore that's my last point i'll make is look at baltimore we saw after all of these riotings that took place over alleged police abuse, Mm -hmm. Baltimore is a place 
people don't want to go. When the CVS got broken into just three or four years ago, the CVS never reopened. And a whole bunch of other places. What does this mean? If you live in these communities, it's further to go to go to the grocery store. Mm -hmm. Because the grocery store doesn't want to operate in your neighborhood. The little end corner shop closes down. All of the things that make it easier and cheaper to live in the community where you are, go away. All of those things are caused by this push by progressives to say, we need to try this experiment. Let's pretend everybody's wonderful, everybody's great, and if I leave my door unlocked at night or my car unlocked, nothing's gonna happen to yep. me. Well, we're, we're having it in Charlottesville. The regional jail is up for a remodel. I don't think it's been remodeled since it was built in the 70s. And I think there are, right now there are four to a cell and that kind of thing. And everyone's up in arms saying, no, 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 don't renovate it. Because they, they want to get rid of the concept of a jail. And, and they think if you don't have a jail, then you won't have people breaking the law somehow in, the, in their fairy tale world. Yet on the other side of the spectrum, as a legal scholar, somebody who's argued in front of the Supreme Court and won, Against things like, you know, the, uh, oh, uh, well, never mind, that's an irrelevant point. But uh, the other side of the coin is this metastasization of lawfare on the other end of the spectrum. Instead of going after the person who steals cars or deals fentanyl or anything like that, breaks and enters into stores. We're going after political opponents. We're writing laws specifically designed so that when somebody runs against us, we can do this to them. We are, we are creating, it was, it was bad enough when I was in my thirties and we just used the law as a weapon. Now we're crafting law to be a weapon. How do we fight against that, Horace? Well, one of the things that we're learning is that the law as a concept, not the law like the police state. I'm talking about an idea that the rule that we operate under is passed by a legislature, enacted and signed by the executive and enforced. It is a rule of law concept. We're getting away from the rule of law concept. And the rule of law concept protects us all supposed to we can't have violations and prosecutions unless we the community have agreed to have these statutes Mm -hmm. so that those prosecutions can occur what we're seeing now is a move away from that and what we're having is a rule of man and it doesn't matter whether you have a dictator it doesn't matter whether you have a king it doesn't matter that you don't have a republic The concept is the same. Individuals can get targeted just because of who they are. Mm -hmm. One of the reasons why America has been able to grow and prosper has been that you can come here from anywhere or you can grow, be born here and expand and accomplish all kinds of things because you're not targeted as the individual. Lawfare, as we're witnessing, is increasing. And there is a, an attempt to manipulate our existing laws or pretend that laws that don't even exist are in fact in place. Mm-hmm. I think that the good news is 
it isn't as effective as they'd like. Now, you and me, if we're targeted by lawfare, we're likely going to be overwhelmed. But many of the kinds of people that they're targeting, like Elon Musk, like Donald Trump, they can't achieve what they think they can. Oh, yes, you see an attempt. You see the effort. But what you also see is the limits of this abuse. Look at at, at Fulton County, Georgia. Okay, yeah. Instead of an unprecedented case where a former president is charged with participating in a racketeering effort, we're now witnessing the prosecutor herself having to be accountable for engaging in what looks like a little racketeering. <laughs> yeah, ironic, isn't that? And, and it's, it's somewhat hopeful to those of us who don't have the resource to fight at Horace. You know, because the way the system's supposed to work is if you're wronged, you have a courtroom. I've, I've made this argument. It's very abstract. But I say, you know, the population has quadrupled since 100 years ago. 1923, we have four times, close to yeah. four times. I don't think we have four times as many courtrooms. Right, 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 right. So where am I supposed to go to get that justice if I have to get on a line four times as long as my great-grandfather did 